Wagwan brethren. Hey. <laughs> I was like, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of threw me off, man. <laughs> like, who is this answering the phone? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Ready to knock it on out? Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, let's do it. At the end of each week, I will sit and contemplate, what did I think about this week? What insights am I having in my marriage? What grabbed my attention in pop culture? What new mommy moments did I experience? Whatever makes my highlight real at the end of the week is going to be a part of the discussion. Join me. Let's talk about it. What's good? What's happening, everybody? You were tuned into another episode of What Did I Think About This Week? And I am your host, Janine. I am so happy that we are gathered around here today for yet another episode. Now, congregation, I understand that the streets is looking real spooky these days, but I encourage everyone to take a moment this week to find your peace, to find your smile, and to rejoice in the blessing that it is to take on yet another day. Amen. Amen. Now, this week, we have a, what did I think about this week, newbie joining us. Uh, This is someone who does not shy away from the stereotype that uh, Jamaican (laughs) men have 127 jobs. (laughs) This is the owner, CEO, producer, editor, content creator, talent scout, manager, you name it, for the digital (laughs) media... (laughs) For the digital media platform on the sidelines. Y'all hear him laughing. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Derek Myers. Yay. Hand clap, hand clap. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. That was a great introduction. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I may have left out title. Left out anything. Please, please add them. Uh, um, you got producer, you got editor, uh, owner, um, scout, talent, uh, talent scout. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think I, I right. I can say that for now. Uh, oh okay. no, I'm, I'm a photographer. Yes. As okay. Well. Yes. Yes. I can't forget that. Uh, I guess you could still call me a videographer. I, I try to get away from that. Um, but you know, every time I try to try to get out, he's pulling me back in. Every time I try to leave, something <laughs> he calls. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like. Would I call you my boss? Because, like, I I just joined the team. I didn't ask any questions. I was like, yay, I'm part of this thing. (laughs) So I don't have to add boss on there. No, 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 no. I I, I don't – I try – the way I look at it is, yeah, I do own the company, but I'm I'm right there working with everybody, you know. So I don't don't want to look at it like that. Um, now when, if I had to pull rank, <laughs> I haven't had to pull rank yet, thank God. So it doesn't, right. doesn't matter. But if I had to pull rank out, I'll, I'll pull it. Okay. So yeah. if, if you have to put your foot down, you'll put your foot down. Essentially. I'm, I'm putting it. my foot down and I'm putting the person down. Heard you. <laughs> Heard you. Okay. Well, yeah. um, I'm Jamaican, those- but I'm also from Jersey. <laughs> So, interesting so okay. yeah <laughs> interesting yeah. so um 
for those who don't know, um, last week I made the announcement that I am the first female media personality to join the OTS family. Yes, and so I have a podcast, a music podcast called Pass the Ox with with my cousin Dwayne. So that's how I met Derek and we linked and so on and such forth. Yes. <laughs> so um yes. Yeah, so glad to so have much. you too. Thank you. Glad to have you. Thank yeah, you, you, so you, much. you bring a different type of energy that 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 we need. I've been looking for uh for a woman, especially a black woman. Uh, to join a team. I've been searching for multiple black women to join a team. So for you to be the first of many is, is uh, awesome. And I love Yay. it. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> you're actually touching on a subject that I was going to bring up later. So look okay. at you <laughs> rushing the conversation. <laughs> I'm Jamaican. What do you expect? <laughs> what do I expect? All right. So <laughs> before, before we get into what did I think about this week, a brief word from our sponsors. Hey guys, how you doing? Your boy Dwayne here, and I got a question for you. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of your information having the same old boring opinions mixed with little facts? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah me am. too. So let me ask you this. Do you like factual information with a sprinkle of opinions on top? Yeah. Are you into gaming, music, sports, film, TV, fashion, and media? Yeah, I mean, no. Well, come on over and join us on the sidelines. Check us out at OTSGuys.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OTSGuys. Now, put me in, coach. I'm going in. All right, so before we get into this week's episode, I want to acknowledge something. Um, what do I think about this week normally is a is an easy listen, fun, silly, clatchet conversation with <laughs> Jim. <I like> that. <laughs> clatchet, super clatchet. Um, and, you know, there's Jim sprinkled throughout and in between. But... <laughs> As we move forward with the revolution, essentially, that is happening um, post-George Floyd, post-Rashad Brooks, post Ahmaud Arbery, post, 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 we can keep going back, which is the fucked up part. But Breonna Taylor. <laughs> Breonna Taylor, we can keep going. Yeah. Um, but as we move forward, the topics are going to be a little heavier. And... Oftentimes, we're going to go from these heavier topics into more trivial ones with mm -hmm. little to no segue, probably. Okay. <laughs> and okay. and um, I think it's important that we use our platforms responsibly. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want to leave room for assumption that I'm making light of these issues because I'm not. Most and yeah. And, um, you know, we're all doing our part um, to be intentional about empowering our communities both on and off of our platforms. But I just think that it's important that, you know, I find ways to decompress, to smile and be silly and not allow myself to get consumed in the anger and in the sadness and in the outrage that comes from a lot of the things that we've had to witness. And I do that through the podcast. So, right. Just wanted to throw that out there. And so um, last week I had my girls on and we were able to give a woman's perspective on everything that's going on. So it's going to be a privilege to have Derek kind of give his perspective a black man. So oh, yeah. let's get right into it, shall we? Most definitely. Um, <laughs> so although I am not someone who looks to celebrities to be 
leaders of the revolution or make Mm -hmm. me become the change that I want to see, it's Mm -hmm. nice when they can provide some perspective. And the first perspective that I came across this week is from the man who who invented sex, uh, the good brother Trey Songz. Uh, People are saying that he tweeted the realest shit he ever wrote in Jeezy voice when he said, naming streets is cool, but don't forget we got a Martin Luther King drive in every hood and that changed nothing. Keep pushing. (laughs) (laughs) Keep pushing. So what do you take from that, Derek? I I agree with that. I, um, to be completely honest, I... I'm not moved by uh, uh, the name, the street names. I'm not moved by um, people painting Black Lives Matter going leading up to the White House. I, I'm I'm not moved by that. Mm-hmm. We we've seen stuff like this before um, in terms of that. Uh, Breonna Taylor got I think a law named after her, and you know her murderers are still, mm-hmm. you know, still out there. So. I um to be honest, none of that moves me. None of none of the things that people uh say, uh mainly uh white companies mm-hmm. um say moves me, you know, because it's convenient right now uh for for everyone to come out. Uh and say they support Black Lives Matter, they support uh uh black people. Uh, all this other stuff. I, it's easy. You know, I, I, video games are doing it too. Like Call of Duty had a a, a a notice notification before you started the game, pretty much every match. Yeah. Uh, talking about Black Lives Matter. Uh, NBA 2K did the same thing. Yeah. Um, My husband has that. They have like shirts and stuff. Shirts and everything, which mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's cool. It doesn't do anything for me though. I want to see, right. see these corporations hire black people in positions of power. I want to Thank see you. them give opportunities to to black people despite what their name looks like or sounds like. I want to see them not discriminate against black people because they're wearing afro uh, wearing afro or wearing locks. Mm-hmm. I want to see them actually implement change. I don't want to see uh the the pretty things uh, that that you know the the the, the murals and and the the signs and the street names. I don't want to see all that. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like it's, it, it just, I completely agree with Trace. And, and we have so many Martin Luther King drives. Uh, uh, that are in the hood. The st- <laughs> and they're in the hood. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So if you're going to make these, these streets, uh, call these streets, uh, uh, Martin Luther King drive or whatever, make sure that it represents who that man was. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't appreciate he was killed. You know on what I'm saying? He was, yep. he, on purpose. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like he wasn't deemed uh that that great figure until he was killed. Uh, uh Muhammad Ali wasn't deemed a great figure until he couldn't speak anymore. So I I, I don't this stuff It's annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> it does yeah. not move me. I don't care. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't care if if the NFL comes out to to uh or Roger Goodell comes out to say uh that that they were wrong. I don't care. Do uh, wrong with not supporting Kaepernick. That doesn't move me. Mm-hmm. 
bring the man back. Bring him back. It's just, it's just annoying. I totally agree with everything you said. I think what we need to stand behind is like, hey, big business. Hey, government. Hey, mm-hmm. jobs. Mm-hmm. Doing these things to to pacify us is mm-hmm. not going to work anymore because right. I just think that they're doing very surface level things to make it seem like we are down for the fight. But really, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's cool, but I need to see action behind it. Um, yes. And you, know, and, and you know what? Here, here, How about this? If these corporations, if these big corporate uh, corporate businesses actually believed in supporting black lives how about you put a couple of billion into the black community yep how about how about you you do what it takes to make sure that that these young black kids have the education that they need that they that they don't worry about what they're going to eat you know have, having to go all day without having a sandwich or, or or like being stressed out about not having jeans or or shoes like how about how about you do that how about you take care of those kids? How about you take care of those communities that 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 are suffering? Yeah. Um, how about you go out and 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 go into the hood and and um, actually fix up the area? You know. How about you invest in the people, invest in their lives? How about the the government? You know, instead of trying to do a study on reparations, how about you actually do that thing? <laughs> how about you make it happen? How, how about, about how about that? You know. Yeah. Like you know, everyone keeps talking about well, we're gonna we're gonna get the money. Here's an, here's one thing that that um I don't hear anyone really talking about. When we discuss reparations, reparations is not immediately for every black person. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make that clear that, that <laughs> it is not that you, if you have black skin you get you get reparations. Right. Descendants of slaves. Descendants of slaves in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that that's those those are the people that that are old reparations. So you know, like my mom's side of family is is Jamaican. My dad's side is is from America. Um, my great grandfather told me stories about working on uh, Jimmy uh, Carter's um, plantation. My goodness! How he how he earned I think like three or five cents a week. So yeah, when when you're from when when you're from the islands, like I know, I know the islands had their own thing, most definitely, and 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 honestly, we're all from the same, same same thing, like uh, right. from Africa. But when you're talking about what America owes, what that that debt that they need to pay, and let let's actually say this too, Africa owes an apology too. Yeah. Africa owns a huge like they 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 need to own up for for that as well, but in terms of what America put us through, they they need to pay for that. They need to pay for that, and and I don't want to hear anyone talking about a study of paying for that. Y'all that, have had enough time is, of damn studying. It's too <laughs> yeah, like come on now. They've had too much time to open the books up. They've had too much time, but you want to rewrite history. White people are so intrigued and interested in rewriting history that they don't want to write the wrongs of the past. So I'm so glad you touched on that. the 
the the rewriting history. So something that kind of ties into the the these companies pacifying us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've seen that uh, Quaker wants to <laughs> take away the logo of um, Uncle Ben and cream of wheat and of the Aunt Jemima pancake mix. <laughs> um, yeah, sir. Okay, maybe, but what else are y'all doing? <laughs> like, I, again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, though. Like, you can't tell me that these corporations did not know where those figures came from. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that they 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 had these black faces on their on their uh, on their boxes and bottles, um, not knowing where those came from. You know, I I don't buy Anjumimus anything. Like, I I, I haven't in years. I grew up on Uncle Ben's rice. I I, I did. But I haven't bought any of that in in a few years either. Right. Um, So it it can't be that, oh, you know, oh, my God, I'm sorry. We didn't realize that, you know, these were offensive figures. We, We didn't know. Nah, I don't buy that. Not when you have these big corporations that have departments that do research, mind you. Um, you have That's what to know. That's what you went to um, school, school for, right? To yeah. research and to be yeah. able to market, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a part of marketing. You got to understand the whole, the whole thing, the whole story that you're telling. You can't tell me that they did not know how offensive those figures were. Now, the consumer... I, I can't I can't fault the consumer. I can't. You know, syrup was good. <laughs> like <laughs> the pancakes, the pancakes were, fluffy, son. Yeah. The the rice was slamming. Like <laughs> you can't I can't I can't I can't fault the consumer because honestly we as as consumers we don't unless you're unless you're uh from that world of marketing or you've had some type of experience with marketing whatever the case, unless you've been involved with all that stuff, you, you're not going to be paying attention to the subliminal messages that, that, mm-hmm. that uh, companies tell. That's part of it. You know? Uh, uh, so, yeah, they can miss me with all that. I, I don't want to hear about now, oh, we're going we're gonna to take the, these uh, figures down and rename. Nah, man. Nah, I'm right. good. And I'm then good. my whole thing is like, you know, like you said, as a consumer and, and being that we're from a whole different era, me seeing the Uncle Ben's box or seeing the pancake box, I'm not thinking, oh, this is a constant fucking yeah. reminder <laughs> of um, sl- slavery. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you changing the image yeah, it's a step in the right direction, but like you said, what are you doing to uh, di- diversify your boards? Are you, right. are you giving money back? I would much rather see that. And it's annoying because I feel like these companies are making these decisions, one, one to pacify us, two, mm-hmm. to try to be on the right side of history and then y'all are scared of the wrath that is black so- social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so y'all mm-hmm. not really doing the right thing because that's what y'all in your heart of hearts wants to do. You're really just saving face. Right. And, and trying to protect your bottom line. Yeah. That's but, pretty much it. 
But I saw an article um, where the great grandson of the um, lady, her name was Anna Short Harrington. She portrayed the role of of um, of Aunt Jemima from 1935 to 1954. Um, I saw an article where he gives a different perspective. Um, he doesn't agree with them changing the the logo, and he says, "Yeah, because he's still getting paid from it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, agree with it either. <laughs> um, his direct quote is, "This is an injustice for me and my family. This is part of my history." The racism they talk about using images from slavery that comes from the other side, white people. This this company profits off of images of our slavery, and their answer is to erase my great grandmother's his history, a black female. It hurts. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I I, I I'm not moved by that. I'm not. That doesn't that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, at all. It, it doesn't. What are your thoughts on um, HBO taking down Gone Gone with the Wind because it because it romanticizes slavery? Again, like everybody is being uh, retroactive. Like I, 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 none of this moves me. None of this, none of this makes me think. Ah, that's a good company because they decided to not romanticize uh, slavery or they decided not to mock black people. Like none of that, none of that moves me. You you should have been known that. Now, uh, you know I. But see, here's the thing. This also speaks to who is in the room. Mm-hmm. Who's not in the room? I should say. Obviously, right. Who's not in the room? Obviously, black people are not in the rooms when they have these type of meetings. Right. And, and for white people to to sit and discuss um, different things that involve black people and not not include black people in on the conversation that's white privilege in and of itself preach so none of none of this moves me because now you want to take stuff down now you want to apologize for what it, it three weeks ago you weren't apologizing let alone <laughs> 10 15 years ago so none of this makes any sense to me none, none of it moves me i don't care it's not gonna make me look, look at these companies any better because they decided to do this, you know. I, I, right. I like just put black people in those positions to make these con- to to make these decisions and also have these conversations. Yeah, you, you you cannot you cannot try like I can't I can't write a story from the perspective of a black woman. And not ask a black woman her her thoughts and views and opinions and help me help guide mm-hmm. me through how to how to do this. Right. I can't do that. I'm not a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So I can't I can't speak for black women. I I, I can I can based off my experiences, uh, I can I can draw my own assumptions, but I can't I can't speak definitively for black women, uh, uh from their perspective on everything. You know what I'm saying? It just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Right. So, Um, yeah. And I'm not for the erasing of the history either, because although a lot of it's rooted and, and, and it's painful to think of what the times were, it's still a part of our history. Like as Mm -hmm. far as the gone with the wind, the like the freaking con 
Confederate South was real. Slavery mm-hmm. was real. The fact that black actors could could only get these um, stereotypical typecasted roles is real. Yep. And I think it's important to be able to to still see that. So for one, we know how far we come and for two, so that we keep pushing to so that we don't go back to being typecasted or, you know, not not making pro- progress. My biggest thing is that a lot of people rely solely on school or like mm-hmm. rely solely on TV to um, teach or to educate. But it's our jobs as parents, as um educators as mentors to to definitely give context and to give the truth behind these things most definitely most definitely i completely agree with that so um in other words companies do the fuck better please because <laughs> what yeah. you're doing is not enough not at all yeah this none, none of this moves from what i understand uh, no one that i've spoken to they're not moved either so I, it is what it is. Have fun with erasing the history that that uh, you claim to not. You claim to have not known anything <laughs> about. Like, oh, this is a surprise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that. Cool on that. Now, um, J Cole releases "Snow on the Bluff" this week, and people lost their damn minds. Um, yeah. either for a good way or for we're canceling J Cole, and I'm not personally canceling J Cole. Um, yeah, but um, so let's speak to where 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 the canceling com- comes from. Um, I would say that the single could be viewed as a response to, as a retort to, some call it a diss record, I don't, but some say it's a diss to another um, musician named No Name. Now, No Name did not specifically name J. Cole, but it seemed that in tweets, she was just kind of speaking in general about entertainers, Celebrities, mm-hmm. rappers who either aren't doing enough or who aren't conscious enough or are or are considered to be silent during these times. And J. Cole dropped Snow on the Bluff. And the first few lines, um, he de- he definitely mentions a um, young woman's timeline. So mm-hmm. it's safe to assume that he may or may not be talking about no name. Um, but the reaction was that... Uh, people feel that he shouldn't speak on on a black woman's tone or that black women should not hold the sole responsibility to educate everyone. And now we're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I'm honestly confused with all this because I really don't understand all the, the, um, hate toward j cole i think you know what let me let me rephrase that i think that people have been trying to figure out a way to get at cole since for your eyes only Mm -hmm. um and i i honestly thought that was an excellent album i loved it uh but i think that since they've been trying to find a way to get at him with that, um, since you've never had a 
to really go at him. Now you want to call him out for this. To be completely honest, the song itself is it, is it a banger? No. Is it is it catchy? No. But it's, it's like a therapy session. It's yeah, a therapy it's kind of like, session. It's a it's a therapy session for him. Yeah, and, and and I think that let's say for example he she wasn't talking about him. Mm-hmm. I think he may have been responding to her tweet, rapping from the perspective of the person she may have been directing that tweet toward. We are on the same wavelength. I feel like both of them <laughs> were speaking in um, gen- g- general, but yes. them as individuals just happened to be the faces placed on the people that it was supposed to be meant for. Right. Right. I I I, I think that people are are running away with this and just overly woke folks, yo. Like, 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 it, yeah. Take a nap, bruv. Like, we don't have to be like, like, yeah. stop moving off of emotion so quickly, yeah. and just really take time to look at this. Like, Jake Cole is not a simple rapper, so look no. at this like from an artistic standpoint. Like you said, he might not be speaking for himself. He could just be speaking from from another person's perspective. Which is what rappers do a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. A lot, of, a lot of them uh, will even talk about uh, getting into gunfights, and they've never even held a pistol. Never shot a gun in their life. So you know, like, like I, I don't know how in certain situations people know how to add context to things, and in others they don't. Mm-hmm. I, that that's why this whole thing irritates me because. If you if you still at this point in time have something to say about J. Cole and this song, that means you did not take any time to listen to the song. You didn't take any time to read the lyrics. All you did was read headlines mm-hmm. and read other people's opinions on this instead of formulating your own. Which is the which is the curse behind social social media. Like yes. it is it is definitely a tool, but then you're forming your opinion based off of what like a 120 character tweet like mm-hmm. <laughs> you have yeah. no context. Yeah, and, and that's what really pisses me off about social media. I I I can't to, I'd like to have my own thought. Um does will will some of my opinions be inspired by what someone else says. Yes, sure, mm-hmm. most definitely. But, but for the most part, what I say is is something that I think of on my own. Yes, because I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to base my opinion off of what others say. Like mm-hmm. I actually do my research before I speak up about something. It's okay to be inspired, but don't let another person think for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. much what, yeah. what you just I, said. <laughs> I, I, I've had people think for me growing up in church, and I got out of that. And oh, look at us have, I, having a whole side conversation. I, <laughs> a whole other topic. Go ahead. Yep. But that, that's, that's where that I, I came from that. I've, I've, I've already gone down that road, and, and it does. I don't know how anyone can feel comfortable doing that. 
how they wanna, can feel comfortable allowing other people to think for them. Right. I can't. I don't get that. I, um, I want to go off on two tangents. Tangent number one, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned that you think people that got upset about or, or people have been finding a way to get back or to attack Cole after the For Your Eyes Only album. Um, yes. For those who don't know, speak to why, why you feel that way. Uh, because they did exactly back then what they're doing right now. They didn't listen to the album. They didn't read the lyrics. I did. I I can actually I actually see how that ties into something he spoke spoke about on uh, Forest Hills Drive. Mm-hmm. The 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 friend that he's that that he was discussing. I forget which song he was talking about. Uh, one of his friends, but I believe that friend he was talking about was the friend who, for your eyes only, was was for. Mm-hmm. Like like people don't understand for your eyes only was written by one of his friends like uh, uh that was he it was an album that he made but j cole put his own spin on it and put it out as a letter to his daughter right so people didn't dig people didn't didn't do their own research to think about why he put this was it what did it have did it have radio cuts on it no i may maybe like one one or two but it wasn't for that. The album wouldn't have even been made if his friend was still alive. So, and and, and a letter to Cole and, and asking him to, to give this to his daughter if he's not alive. So I don't see how people don't understand that. Outside of the fact, they didn't do their research. And because they didn't do their research, they just slammed him for singing about folding clothes and drinking almond milk. <laughs> they slammed him for it. And and because he didn't he didn't give in to that, then he, he came back with KOD and then he came back again with Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Like, because he's been doing that and he's been featured on on different different songs with 21 Savage and all these other guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he's been killing it. And and they don't want to give him his props because, in terms of rapping, J Cole and Kendrick are the top two, in my opinion, right now. They're the top two. Agreed. So I don't even see how you can can, can even be mad at him, uh, but because they couldn't they couldn't bring him down with that, now they see a, a spot that they perceive as a weak point. And, and, and he's as attacking opportunity. black women. <laughs> yes, and I, please, I, you know what? As a black woman, I need you to help me because I don't see how this attacks black women. I I don't, don't see it either. Okay. I don't. Okay. But I've been told that I'm not woke enough, uh, so okay. I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I definitely took it. Like I said earlier, I took it from the standpoint of I think both of them were speaking in g- general. They were just the faces placed yeah. on the group of people that each person was attacking. Yeah. And even if he was talking about her, like he he's he's bigging her up like the the like the whole first half. Yes. Did, <laughs> and, and just have, giving have her props. false prophets. Yes, he he did the same thing with Wale. He did the same thing with Kanye. Like he says what he what he doesn't like about what they're doing, but he still gives them respect in, in terms of like, hey, you know what? These aren't shots. I mean, they're just facts. 
and, so and I want to see you do like, better. I want like, I want better for you. Is what he's saying. Yes. And and he's not he's not giving any shots. At, he's not uh, directing any shots toward No Name. He honestly isn't. Mm-mm. He's saying, listen, this is this woman is doing what it is we need to do. Follow her. He even said, I feel inadequate to lead. Because again, I am just a rapper. I am conscious, yes. yes, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be the the leader in this, right? <laughs> and, and, and I need. I need. I need for people to truly understand and, and settle on what it is they really want. Mm-hmm. Because this is the problem that I have with with social media, with groupthink, with with people that don't take the time to do their own studies. If you, if you want black men to be humble and in those moments where they, they, they don't know something, to say, hey, listen, I don't know this. I don't know this, that, and the other. Please show me where I'm wrong. If you've been asking for that, and then a black man does that, and then you slam him for doing that. Son. Folks don't now. know what they want. <laughs> they don't know what they want. They, they don't, don't know, know what, what they, they want. want. And and that that annoys me. I like stop 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 throwing shots at someone that's doing exactly what it is you want them to do. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't get that. And I don't know any, I don't know anything about no names, so I can't speak on her. No. But from what this whole thing started, she she she's giving the voice. Um to her community for what needs to be done and she is she is leading the charge mm-hmm. so you can't do anything but show respect to her for that that's and that's, that's major then to direct others who may be blindly following you someone who may not know yes. it all i am directing you to the person you should be listening to the person yes. you should be following because i'm not that guy Yes, <laughs> and, and I am aware and humble enough to tell you I am not that guy. Right, right. <laughs> and, and see, you know what what confuses me as well. I don't understand why Chance the rapper thought he needed to get in on this. Chance sometimes speaks prematurely as well. <laughs> yeah, just so he can be pro Chicago or pro yeah. whatever. Yeah, you should have set this this one out kid this, like this we should just let this one, one ride those, yep. <laughs> we should just let this one ride yeah this is definitely one of those times where he just kept quiet because I, I i don't even understand what his point was with going at cole for this i i on outside of the fact that he he's um friends with no name i get it i understand it but this is not about that Mm-mm. this is not about protecting little sis or whatever because it wasn't an attack, so it was no need to protect, quote unquote. It, exactly. Like I have, I have a, a I have my, a younger sister, I, and, and if I see she's in something like this with 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 someone, I'm gonna sit back because I see that there's respect on 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 the other party's side, right? You know, what I'm saying, but instead of actually doing that, like he just wants to just jump out and and attack. The other person that he that he says he's cool with, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. 
you know it, it just it doesn't make sense I, I i need i need for people to to stop allowing themselves to be in mm-hmm. this group think and and do your own research please do your own research that's why we are where we are in terms of media anyway because people don't do their own research they go out and grab the headline to try to be try to be first mm-hmm. and not accurate Speak on it. You are taking thoughts right out of my head. I love it. Because I was just going <laughs> to say, like, people just need to settle down and just yes. allow themselves to really sit with something and think through it. Like, you don't have to jump on any platform and just speak on the way that you're feeling in the moment because you're speaking off of emotion. Right. <laughs> you're not speaking for what's actually happening right now. Yep. Yep. I, 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 I'm... This kind of thing right here just just it really annoys me. It, I, I just I don't get it. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I, I hope they I, th- I hope they figure it out. I hope they figure out what their what what their goal is. Uh, they're not going to be able to get inside Cole's head. Nope. He, because he's, he's not going to let you. Me, I don't care. Do <laughs> <laughs> and he's then, already said it. My thing is too like Jake Cole is not a celebrity that's pre- that's present on these social media platforms. So for y'all to expect him to um, jump on lives or to jump on these platforms and like give out a paragraph, that's not in his character. And then get mad because he put his feelings into a song. Like I saw people say that he should have just messaged her this. That's not how he rock. (laughs) Nah, nah, especially. You can't be mad at that man. See, this is what I don't get. If something is done in public, why is it the response has to be private? Mm-hmm. You better speak on it. I don't get that. I, I honestly, I honestly don't get it. If someone disrespects me in public, oh, best believe I'm going retaliation to, will oh, be done in public. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not holding back. You disrespect me in public, I'm gonna find a way to disrespect you in a big way in public. Make you regret it. Now, uh-huh. J. Cole doesn't have, J. Cole ain't like that. He's just, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, he's I'm a, a good petty. brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little petty. You know, I'm still, I'm still maturing. I'm, I'm 30. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in that space where I'm, 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 I'm still a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm going to be a work in progress till I die. So <laughs> y'all just got to deal with it. <laughs> you got to okay? deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, real quick, second tangent is you, you, you mentioned you stopped letting people think for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, after, after you stepped away from that, when it came to church, mm-hmm. like what, what, what was the process <laughs> like to be like, wait, people are thinking for me, let me step aside and really get into how I'm feeling and, and what my thoughts are. So <clears throat> I, um, I was, I was sheltered as a, as a kid. Not in a bad way. You know, my parents did everything that they thought was right. And yeah. I, I, you know, have nothing but respect for that. Um, but there were things that I did not learn about till much later. Okay. And between that, growing up in the church and also being homeschooled from middle school through high school, I did not have a lot of exposure to the outside world. Mm-hmm. So my 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 uh thought was you know i what i thought was my own 
was something that the church placed in me, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and it did not take until actually someone's mentioned to me, mentioned something to me when I was like 18, 18 and 19, somewhere in there. Um, he, he said something to the effect of, uh, I don't understand these songs in praise and worship at church. He said, you know, they're saying this, that, and the other, and it doesn't make sense. And it stuck with me. That little, that, that, just, that little comment just stuck with me because I would go to church and then I'd, I would actually read the, the, the lyrics on the screen. I'm like, hold up. And I was, paying, I was starting to hone in a little more. Mm-hmm. On what was being said, and I'm just like, hold up, this, that, and the other doesn't make sense. Um, I believe it was 2014 uh, when uh, Birth of a Nation came out, the movie by uh, Nate Parker. Yes, on, on that on that Turner, that movie changed my life. It mm-hmm. caused a rebirth in me. Uh, because when I started realizing, oh, what uh, uh, different things about religion, I'm like, hold up, this now makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, you know what? Boom, I- I'm good. I'm good on this that, and the other. But I was around 24 when that came out. Um, that's when I started being okay with thinking for myself. Um, I think I still went to church for like another year and a half. But the entire time, I'm like, I don't fit. I, like, mentally, I don't fit. I don't fit in with these people. I don't fit in with the, the line of thought. So um, I was also going through some personal things at that moment, too. But it was, uh, it was a lot. I, actually, I went through, uh, through um uh, depression and, and suicidal thoughts at that moment. Mm. And J. Cole is actually outside of my family, you know, thinking about how it would affect them if I did it. Mm-hmm. J. Cole was the one that, that, that really drove it, drove it home for me. For Your Eyes Only was the album that that made me snap out of it. Yeah. You know, so I have much appreciation for, for Cole. Um, but I say all that to say that 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 moment in time was a dark period for me, and I started I started being more comfortable with thinking on my own. And when I realized how uh, brainwashed I actually was with growing up in the church and, and the different things that I, I proved was not true for me. You know, because I started thinking about it, like from because uh, I, I, I would hear them say, you know, you know, this is the way, this is this is the only way, this is the right way, this is God's way, all this other stuff. I started thinking about it from the perspective of other religions. I'm like, hold up, if we're sitting in church and we're saying this, what are what are Muslims thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, like like what what do what do they how do they feel about their beliefs? They believe they're right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? other people in other religions believe they're right. So if all these people believe they're right, we believe we're right. We all cannot be right. Right. And and I started thinking, like, well, hold up. If we can't all be right, what makes me think I'm right? Mm. 
Then I started asking questions about religion. Basic, basic questions. I said, if I were to have kids and my kid was asking me this, could I answer it? So I started asking my, myself these questions from that perspective. Guess what? I couldn't answer them. Mm-hmm. I could not answer them. And I'm like, if I can't answer questions that, that a four or five-year-old kid would ask, basic, basic things, how do I, how do I believe it? Because I, I don't believe that you, you believe what you say you believe until you challenge what it is you say you believe. Mm. I don't think you can. Because mm-hmm. at that point, it's like, what are you standing on? What, what, what makes you so sure of what it is you're saying? And so for me, that was, that was, that was the most introspective time for me um, that, that I grew from. You know? And I'm, I still have a ton of questions, which I know not all, answer, not all questions will be answered. But the basic ones, the basic, basic should not have any type of hesitation in answering to. And that's where, that's where for me, um, around 26, 27, I left the church. I left. I haven't, I've been back for, for a funeral and a baby dedication in the last two years. <laughs> two complete opposites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are out of necessity. It wasn't even yeah. that, I, that, that I wanted to be there. It was, I, I needed to be there. Right. You know, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's just been a lot. And that's why I, like I say, I, I, I want for us as a community, especially as black to get away from this group think we have to we have to get away from it because we've we've been trained in this country to think a certain way about ourselves about each other uh it, it it's 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 ingrained in in what we consume through media it's ingrained in what we're what, what we're taught in school you know what I'm saying? And, and we have to be willing to challenge ourselves to say that, you know what, this might not be it. And find out if it is. If it is, cool. Cool. But what if it's not? Like, what, what, what if what you believe is not the truth? There should just be a constant um, yearn to seek information and to seek the truth and don't just stop at what an easy solution <laughs> is right. because everybody feels that way. Right. But, but see, that's a problem. We're so comfortable. We're so comfortable with, with just taking that easy route of saying, you know what, I, I just believe this is cool. I'm good. Yeah, we're good. Next, please. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it, for me, it's just like, you know, that's why I want us to be able to evolve and, and, and be better, mm-hmm. you know, because I know we can be. I know we can be, but, but we have to want that. We have to want that and we have to strive for it. And we have to be willing to be, to, to, to distance ourselves from people that think otherwise. We have to be willing to. There's a lot of relationships that will that that will suffer from that. You know, I I, I had lifelong well childhood friends, quote unquote friends, quote that, unquote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that um 
I thought, you know, would be there till the day I die. I ain't spoke to them in two years. Two, three I'm so years. scared of that. Oh my gosh! It's like so relieving. This is another tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I have like I talked to like my my aunts and my great aunts and to mm-hmm. my dad and to just just the the OGs essentially, and they talk about these moments where people that they thought were their like friends. Mm-hmm showed their hand and they had to walk away and I've been blessed to have like my best friends right now I've known since I would say at the earliest like eighth grade ninth grade you know what I'm saying and that's really your most developmental like you're really figuring yourself Mm -hmm. out and that's when you're going through different things so I've known them from those times and I couldn't imagine what it would feel like (laughs) if that ended from my sister, I I I'm pretty sure I, I'm I'm accurate when I say this. Aside from my sister, I have two people that I still consider friends since that time. But I feel like two is enough, though. I feel like oh, people listen, have I love same... I love the idea of small small circles. Yeah, like we're it. cool. Like love I don't it. need like a click. Like my yeah. click is me and like two, three, like so total it's four. Yeah, <laughs> but we all have our own individual relationships. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's not like, oh, we we all move at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and I'm cool with that. That's the only only one of those people am I like truly, truly like close with. Like out she and I talk all the time. And mm-hmm. she lives in Pennsylvania. Um but we grew up together. And other one other guy, like he he's 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 like a big brother to me, but I don't talk to him. But I like you talk to him all the time. Your real friends, you don't. You don't it's have not to. a new yeah. relationship to where we have to talk every day. Like I could yeah. not talk or see you in like a couple months, and yeah. when fucking we're back on, we're back on as if Most no definitely. time has passed. So Most that's a real friend. So to me, those those are the only two that I can actually consider friends that that I had since then. I, I've let go. God, I, I actually thought back then I had a small circle of friends. I didn't. I had I had a big circle of enemies. Ugh, my heart. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it it it's painful when you have to separate yourself from those people that you thought were friends, you thought were family. But when I tell you it's so exhilarating and it it it's just, it's so beneficial. I honestly can say that I have not thought in my life mm. than the last three years. I have not had so much success in my field than I've had in the last two years. I cut off that baggage. I, I'm telling you, that dead weight, when you release that dead weight that's holding you back, or holding you down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's liberating. It it, it it it's uh it's really good. And and if I see any of them, because you know, I just I actually just found out um recently that, that uh one of the people that I considered my brother um trashing my work. <gasps> he was trashing what I do. 
said I wasn't going to do anything with it. But what um, are you doing, sir? And let me tell you something right now. <laughs> what are you he doing? Was, he was saying that all at the beginning, pretty much, right? Because at yeah. the beginning, I would... I can admit I wasn't I wasn't great I wasn't and uh, and, and, and no one else yeah it's a process and the 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 amount of growth that I've had in my photography and my video editing um, my ability to record um, all that has skyrocketed it's night and day between when I first started to now and it should be that's mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to be it's progress but he was judging my future based on my present at the time. Oh, you sad, sad little man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, again, I, I, I will be die and not see them again. And I'll be, and I'll be grateful for that. But if I do, I'm flipping them all off. I'm flipping Pretty them much. all off. That's, that's, that's the attitude I got. And I, I, I would love for that to happen. Well, it's happening, sir. We are well on <laughs> on the way. Now, Most to definitely. reel it back in, <laughs> to reel it back in. <laughs> um, uh, so we're good with J. Cole. Um, yes. Twitter, let's stop being so emotional. But I did want to highlight um, a few other artists who made singles or have made music in response to the state of affairs of black people today um mm-hmm. little baby dropped the on uh, the, uh, the bigger picture um i appreciate little baby for for this i like the the um, visuals i like the actual song shout out mm-hmm. to him i am in full su- support i like it well you know what i i i support him with it i'm i've not listened to his music nope i'm not a huge i'm not so I can't speak on on his catalog. Um, I'm not really into the offbeat type of cadence. Mm-hmm. So for me, it just it more so throws me off than anything else. Now that being said, the message of his song was, you know, I I, I totally salute him for it. Yeah. Um. You know, but again, we as a community don't really support those fully support those that 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 are doing the right things mm-hmm. is we, we, we more so support the stupidity and, mm-hmm. and the ignorance. And, you know, for even if Nikki and, and, and six, nine, uh, um, oh, well, fudged, we went left. I like yeah. <laughs> even if they fudged their numbers on views on YouTube, they still garnered way more attention than little, little baby did. Mm, that's a fact from media from from fans i i I don't get that but at the same time i do get it because that's as as a whole that's what we do that's what we do we 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 gravitate toward the the ignorance and and stupidity we we gravitate toward it because it's more exciting and enticing to watch you know and, what I'm and it's also an, an an escape of what the reality of things are. <laughs> right, right. So it right. really is an escape for sure. Right, and and I'm not saying you can't listen to both. You can't enjoy both, but support those like little baby that that are doing uh, things in the community. And I'm not again. I'm not sure who uh, No Name's tweet was directed toward, but we have guys like Kendrick and Cole that 
they're not tweeting about this because they're actually doing the work. They're in the streets, for sure. Exactly. They're doing yeah. the work. Why do they need to tweet about it? You know? Like, for me, that's where, that's where I got confused because I'm like, well, if you're going, if, if we, if we're going to have people that scream for our celebrities to, to be vocal about this, that, and the other, and you have a celebrity in his music, like Lil Baby, why is there no support? Or very little support, I should say. Very little attention. Why is that? We talk about what white folks got to do. We talk about what mm-hmm. these big businesses got to do. There's a lot of work within ourselves that we Most have definitely. to do as well. And there's going to be a time to where we'll speak on that. Right now, everybody seems to be doing well together. <laughs> but... um <laughs> At yeah. some point, that we're going to have to definitely have a conversation about that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, and that's part reason why I, I keep saying I'm not here for white comfort. Mm-hmm. So if you, want to, if you want to ask questions, as white people want to ask questions on what you should do, the history of this, that, and the other, like the, 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 the white people that get it, that's their job. To teach them that that's not our job you know i think i think our job is to to do the work that we need to do within ourselves and and in our community to make sure we we hold each other accountable so that that we can become a solid unit and 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 kill it out here that's that's what we're supposed to do we're not supposed to be sitting here wasting our energy arguing with people on 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 their views, and I I I think I officially retired from that about two or three weeks ago. Um, uh, episode on one of our shows um, on OTS, uh, Starving Artist, where uh, shameless plug, but okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, one of the one of the hosts, uh, well, the host of the show, uh, LJ, he wanted to have this conversation. Right after, um, right after uh, George Floyd was mm. murdered, uh, he wanted to talk about Black Lives Matter with uh, two or three black guys, and they had that conversation. Killed it. The very next day, he wanted to have his conversation to continue with Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, and I was on it. I, I think that was probably the moment where I emptied my tank. I think that was the moment where I was. I said, you know what? I'm done with the the arguing and the back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was already at the point where at, the, at that moment, I was already at that point where I said, I'm I'm not here for white comfort. I had already said that, but in terms of not arguing with ignorance and not arguing with with people that make no difference, um, but that just want to be adversarial and be divisive, um, I'm not arguing mm-hmm. with those. Yes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's it's so it's too distracting and it's it's it it, it wastes a lot of energy. Oh, and I don't it, have energy to waste, honey. I don't, I don't. have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do have not. it anymore. I, I had it a few years ago. Um and I would I would I would be on social media arguing all the time. Uh I can't do it anymore. I oh. almost don't even want to argue about LeBron James anymore. So let notice let how you said almost. So uh, there's still energy for that. Well, apparently. it's because it's a sport thing. I'm a Celtics <laughs> fan. You know, he's yeah. on the Lakers, so I had to, I had to, I had to reserve a little bit. Yeah, I got but you. you know, 
I'm I'm at the point now where I, I somewhat don't even want to talk about that anymore. Let alone I gotta sit here and argue with people who are 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 ignorant and 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 are cool with being ignorant. I I can't have that conversation anymore. You know, it's just a waste of time. So I I just hope that we as a, as a community can get together and uh, uh, really support each other. You know, let, let's let's start start doing things like like supporting black businesses and, mm-hmm. and um, doing that the right way, not not making it a a, a fad or or you know right just, just like a hashtag or yeah. a post to say that I supported exactly. black business today. <laughs> exactly. Let's yeah. actually do it, you know. Excuse me. I, I think that um I think that would be more powerful if we're able to keep our money in our communities a lot longer. Um and 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 really affect affect how we move so that we can establish that change. You know, we can be that change that we've been wanting to see. You know, I I, th- I think we can get there. We just have to be we have to be uh, on the same wavelength. We we have to be, mm-hmm. and then we also have to come together and agree on want and what we demand from our government. We we have to. We don't even have this, the thing that that confuses me is we don't have the the group. Um. Or that I should say that that leadership in our community, like the LGBTQ or the or PETA, we don't even the NAACP is not that for us. They're not that major force. Mm -hmm. So we have to be a we have to be willing to to support those that are willing to be on that front that front line, like Killer Mike. Love Killer Mike. We have to be able to stand behind him and 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 listen to what it is he's he's saying and do what it is he's saying we need to do we 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 you know by the end of the year i'm 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 i'm, I'm i i should have my passport i should have my carrier's license uh and and i'm working toward being able to have property to where i can grow my own food and and have my own animals there that's to kill that's so important cuz i i don't i don't want to have to rely on this system if we took ourselves out of the system like that, oh my God. And then it can be mind boggling to really realize just how many different systems we are really a part of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it can be yes. overwhelming, but yeah, like to disconnect, man, is going to be, is really necessary. It's necessary. It's very necessary. It, yeah. it'll, it'll be a project. It'll be, it'll definitely be a, a huge project, but. If we can get that accomplished, if we can do that, oh my god, oh my god, oh, <laughs> uh, we'd be yeah, so man. far along. We, we we would, would be. be we would we wouldn't even have to worry about all this stuff. We just you know please ourselves. And and honestly, I I would love for the Black Panther Party to come back. I would love to go outside. I would. You know what I really want? I want the Black Panthers, the Crips and Bloods to get together. Yes. I was, I was just about to say that all of these little rowdy dudes outside talk, talking about yeah. Dracos and all that stuff, you need to be holding the Draco for yep. <laughs> to actually protect 
all of us. If, it shouldn't if, be against each other. We should be right. each protecting each other. Right. If if they because they, they already have that militant mindset. Yes, so it it's just it ain't ill advised. It's ill advised. Yeah. So if 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 I go into Target and I see a crip instead of a cop, you know how. You know, you know, you know how, how I go dap him up and everything. How's your mom? <laughs> how your mom and them doing? Yeah, like, like yeah. you know, can, can I get you anything while I'm in here? You know, like, like that, that would be that'd be something. That'd be something to walk into a store and, and, and see a crypt, to walk into a bank and see a blood. You know what I'm saying? I, I would, that would, that would, that would do my heart so well. That that would be beautiful, and and, be and beautiful. I would I would feel so I would feel really safe seeing a Black Panther, a Crip, or a Blood before I see a cop. Amen. One day, hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, that'd be great. Though. That will be. <laughs> All right, so um. What I would like to talk about next is um, we found out this week that activi- that Black Lives Matter activist Toyin Salayu, I hope I'm saying that right, um, was found dead a week af- af- after being missing following um, tweets that she sent out about being sec- sexually assaulted. Um, she was seeking shelter at a church, um, got a ride. Two says shelter. Um, and when she was asleep, the man se- sexually assaulted her. And then uh, a week later, she's found dead. Um, super sad situation um, is just another incident of where Black women are like, see, you know, we don't feel protected even after literally on these streets fighting for all of us. Mm-hmm. We see a situation like this. Yeah. Um, earlier you spoke about how important it was to get a woman involved and not only a woman, but preferably a black woman involved into your platform. Mm-hmm. Speak on, you know, why is it important or, or, or where's the importance for you to make sure you're, you're elevating black women? Black women. And I think I told you this, uh, off, off, but, yeah. off behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, black women to me are what God would look like. And I just, they're the most, you guys are the most undervalued group. And, and still go out there and do your thing. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's amazing. It's it's admirable, um, and for me, it's important to have black women on uh, on OTS because of the fact that, again, like I said earlier, I can't speak from a woman's perspective on everything. Excuse me. I don't think that it's right for that to be the case. I think there is such thing as male privilege, and and we as men have to have to do the things that need to be done to and promote women. Mm-hmm. We have to overall. But as black men, we have to do even more 
for black women. We have to, we have to be purposeful in what we're doing to make sure that, that our queens are, are, are taken care of and not lacking, that, that they, they know we're here for them. And because of all that, it is, it's, it's a purposeful thing for me to bring black women onto OTS. Um, women are more organized than men. <laughs> you guys, you guys see things from a different perspective that I would never even think of on my own, um, and and that's needed. Mm-hmm. Men in positions of power, however great or small, should be doing what it is that they need to do to to put women in positions of power or to help power because women are, are killing it on their own. You guys really don't need us to do anything for you. <laughs> but, but, but our job is our duty because you guys stand by us through it all. It is our job and our duty to do what, what we need to do on our end to make sure that, that we look out for you. It's, 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 it's imperative. So, um, yeah, that, that was, that was, um, that was something that was important for me. Uh, I, again, I would, I, I think black women have it the hardest and, you know, because you already have, have it where you're black, you have it where you're, where you're, where you're female, um, and it, it, it's, it puts you in a different category society, uh, by, based on society. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. I hate that. It, 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 you have to keep saying things just to get people to believe mm-hmm. what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 have to, you have to against that, but also come back home and, and make sure things are good at home. Oof. You know, yeah. and, and that's that's exhausting. That's that's exhausting. I, I my mom works two jobs. You know, and, and she's a nurse. She she uh she's been a nurse since ninety five. Um so I, I I've seen it firsthand. You know, I, I wanna be able to retire her. Like I, I I would love for her to stop having to to, to work twelve hour shifts and uh stand on her feet for so long. Um, so that's my goal you know what I'm saying and and I want to see nothing but the best for black women you know but see at at the same time I I, I would love for us to be able to um, to be completely honest I'm not supporting everyone that's black just because you're black. Thank yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see that you have the vision, you have the work ethic, you have the drive, dedication, determination. I need to see that. Right. I need to see that. And and I think that's that's one thing that we don't really talk too much about. Is that that we expect for people to put us in these positions. But just can you perform? Black. Can you perform? Can you do yes. what it what it what it takes? You know what I'm saying? Uh mm-hmm. uh as bad as Barack Obama had it as president, 
Michelle had it even worse. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She performed beautifully. I'm gonna tell you right now, in that position. At, at this part, the part where I'm saying I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> I want to reemphasize. Let me be in that position. You know what I'm saying? Let let me be. In, I'm I'm calling you every name in the book, and if I have the the power of presidency, oh man, trust I'm gonna trust I'll be petty with it. Oh, trust yes. I would be petty with it. If you call my wife a monkey and all that other stuff, trust trust I would take care of that. Martial law on your front lawn. How about exactly, that? exactly? <laughs> how, how I'm gonna have that? Secret Service standing outside your door. Like, what's up? What's up? You know what, what I'm saying? What like, she said? Uh, yeah. Say <laughs> what you just said? Say that one yeah. more time. Say it one yeah. more time. One more time. I'll, shoot, I'll be out there and have the, have Secret Service standing in a circle, and I'm a, I'm gonna call you to the middle. We're gonna we're gonna go at it. We're gonna, gonna go square at up it. in the middle. <laughs> square up. <laughs> I'm I am the president that will square up. You hear yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but well, that, it's, it's important. It's just important, though. It's super important, and I really appreciate you having that stance, and it made, you know, me coming to the team just the easiest of transitions. I didn't have to think much on it because it's important to know that you know, the people you're working with are going to stand be behind you and they do have your, your, your best interest at heart. So you're oh, yeah. much, you're much appreciated. Oh, uh, trust me. If someone says anything bad about you, I'm, I'm square up. I'm, and I'm, I'm out there up. too. What's trust up? out. Trust it. Trust it. <laughs> I <need> but <laughs> speaking of loving black w- women, um, behind the scenes of past the ox podcast, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> that, um, you just knew that both Chili and that Carrie Hilson uh, were both going to be your wives. And when uh, I was like, both of them, you was like, yeah, the, oh, not the, uh, at the, same the Bible, oh, not okay. at the same time. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. I can, Ooh, I cannot. No. Oh, okay. So no, not no, no. At the same time, just like <laughs> take turns. Got it. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Trust me. I. Oh my God. I. I. I no. Okay. No. Well, black then... women. I love black women. But uh. Uh-uh, but one two of y'all at the same time. One, one, nah. 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 Scary. Nah. Nah. Spooky. It's, oh my God. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh-uh. Based. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gave that impression. I could not have more than one woman. Uh, it, it it would be too much of a headache. I, I uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. Well, that kind of answers my next question. And so I found a meme, or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I happened upon a meme, and I wanted to know your perspective. So set scene. Um, there's a picture of a cartooned couple. Um, mm-hmm. Guy is sitting on on the edge of the bed. The girl s- sitting behind him are around chest looks like they just got done having relations now the girl says (laughs) the girl says so if you love her so much then why are you here with me okay the guy says i love both of y'all for different reasons her what does she have that that i don't he says she is smart college college educated makes good money loyal and and she's had my kids the girl says well 
then why do you need me? He says, because of the way you touch me, the way you make me feel, our passion and chemistry is unmatched. I love you. I am loyal to you, just like I am loyal to her. Mm. (laughs) So we've been seeing a lot of, Mm. um, I don't know, I guess the acceptance or the uh, curiosity that comes with the polygamous type of relationship. Uh Um, Are you someone who feels like monogamy is the right thing to do? Do you feel like it's very possible to love and want to be with two women at once? Like, what do you take from this fictional conversation? So, I think that, um, I think it depends on the type of person you are. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a jealous person. Yep. In a relationship. So not not to not to say that I'm jealous of like whoever she comes in contact with and all that stuff. I'm very confident in the fact that I don't have to worry about if my woman is out and about and someone flirts with her. Uh, I'm not. That that's not what I'm talking about. I don't want to share one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because of that, me that 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 in and of itself because I feel that way, I don't think she, I, I would automatically assume she would not want to share me with anyone. You know nope. what I'm saying? Um, now I will say, I see where the benefits lie. <laughs> I am I am not blind I, to I, the benefits. Yeah, yeah, I see the benefits. You know, you you. you um, you have more people in the house, that means, you know, there, there's um, more shared responsibility with bills, uh, with cooking, with chores, with, with, with uh, everything. Every, every, all, that, all that type of stuff, the everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I, 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 where I don't see the benefit is when you have to, if, it's like, do you, do you schedule your nights like who sleeps where who sleeps with who who like are we is is it is it all three together or all like like what what are y'all doing (laughs) are there just no rules like yeah (laughs) and and just because of that alone like the idea the very thought of it for me makes me exhausted i i get really tired just thinking about that so (laughs) I, i i I, I I don't see where there is a benefit in that. Um, uh, I just yeah, I'm I'm good on that. It's a headache because then you gotta deal with multiple women being being upset about this, that, and the other, and you gotta put <laughs> this fire out. Gotta put that fire out. It, it, does she it's feel so, like I'm neglecting her? exhausting and complicated for me to even consider thinking about doing that let alone actually doing it <laughs> so I, I see the benefits I, I, I see where that helps uh, but in terms of having to, to, to navigate through, through attitudes or, or feelings and emotion all that Hell no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on <laughs> I'm that. I'm good. One, one woman is enough because you, you already the right did that in woman a relationship. Is the enough. right woman is enough. Yes, yeah, yes. But, but, but you already deal with that enough in a monogamous relationship. Now, I will say this, though. My, my thought 
on my views on marriage has definitely evolved. Okay. Um, like I told you before, I, I grew up. Yep. So the the thought process was, you need to be married by twenty five, twenty six. You need to have kids, you, like all of this stuff before you're thirty. Mm-hmm. And I tried. I I I bought an engagement ring for my ex um, at twenty five. We were ha- we were actually going through a lot of things at that time, um, and I thought that a ring would fix it. A ring would fix it. Oh, hey, Dios mío. Yeah, no. we we ended up, and my sister was talking to me about it. She as I was walking into the store, she was like, she had called me. She's like, uh, yeah, are you sure you want to go this route? Because actually, like, that just doesn't. And I'm like. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I had, I had decent credit at the time, and I'm like, you know, I get a good price on the ring and all that stuff. I got a three thousand dollar ring, knocked uh, for for twenty five hundred. You know, they, they, they had some type of clearance or some type of time, and um, I bought the ring. Uh, even ran to someone that I knew from the church when I was walking out of the, uh, out of the store, and what a he's like. Dink. Congratulations, man! All this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we we done. I'm gonna, gonna propose. <laughs> I'm gonna propose. <laughs> um, she actually went to Texas. Um, like, I think like the month prior, she was. I training. feel like I'm about to get mad, but but go ahead. Well, yeah. So it's gonna come full circle. I'm, I promise you. Okay. She she um she was training to be a flight attendant, and I. You know, we already we were already in a somewhat long distance relationship because she lived in Athens and I lived I live in uh, McDonough, so that's a drive, right? Which I was doing that pretty much every weekend or every other weekend. So it didn't it, it wasn't like we weren't seeing each other. I was making that that drive, didn't want yeah. her on the road and all that stuff. So I, I'm I'm going. Oh, you're a great boyfriend. I, I try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So she goes out to, to be a flight attendant, and I told her, I said, you know, because I knew the, the, the schedule for class was going to be um, hectic, you know, early mornings, late nights, all that stuff. I understood. So I told her, I said, listen, she was going to be over there for, I think, like six, eight weeks. She, I told her, I said, listen, just text me in the morning. Let me know you're good. Say good morning. Let's have some, like, keep in touch. Yeah. And text me good night. I said, you don't even need to call me. Just text me, let me know you're good. That's all I required, right? Which takes all of five seconds, but continue. Right. Uh, we actually talked on the phone, I think, once or twice in that six to eight week period. It was eight weeks. We talked We talked for about, I think, about 45 minutes to an hour. Argued, right? So I'm talking to my coworkers about it and, you know, because I was doing some um, so we have a lot of time where we can just kind of like discuss things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they tell me, yeah, man, D, she's cheating on you, man. And I'm like, okay. So I started thinking about it more and more and more. I bought the ring. Mind you, I dropped off for the airport with three, with three uh, suitcases. Picked her up from the airport. She had seven. And I'm like, Yo, where you been doing all, all this who shit? Who the shit hell? <laughs> who been tricking off on you? No, I'm joking. Who, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, who <laughs> in the hell bought you all this stuff? I'm, 
I drove her, I didn't drive her all the way to Athens. I actually uh, met her parents like 45 minutes away from uh, Hartsfield uh, Jackson Airport. And the entire time, I'm cussing her out, all this stuff. Because Yuck. you ain't talked to me in two months. I ain't heard from you but one time on the phone, you know, to argue. I was livid. I actually had the engagement ring in my glove box. And <laughs> in the middle of the argument here, bitch, uh, yeah. take this ring. <laughs> like in the middle of the argument, like fix well, it. <laughs> I would have done it. Uh, but I couldn't because it was it was nighttime and I didn't want to reach over, grab all that stuff and all that. So yeah. I, I I but I I don't even know if I told her while we were driving that I had it. But I dropped her off to her parents. They 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 picked her up, take her back, whatever. Uh Pops try to give me gas money. And that dude loved me, man. Like, he, he, he loved me. Uh, but I kind of like dissed him with it. I, when I felt the, the money in my hand, I kind of pushed it back in his hand. And I walked away. I didn't, want to, I didn't want her parents to see how pissed I was. Yeah. But nonetheless, I was, I was, I was hot. And I told, you know, I, I, I was just like, I'm good. Got home. I think I called her. And I, I actually told her at that time, I said, yo. I bought you a ring. I was going to propose to you, but I was just so convinced she cheated on me mm-hmm. that 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 it didn't even come to to me that that wasn't even a possibility. I just knew, all based off assumption, she was cheating. <sighs> dot dot dot. Yeah. So I could have returned the ring, but by the time we broke up, it was thirty two days after our, after purchase. You can only return it at thirty. They could have gave you a one-time exception for two days. Hey, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they so, didn't, <laughs> um, but my credit score is beautiful now because that that thing making those payments, hundred fifty dollars payments a month, that, that that set my score up real oh, nice. Oh, for somebody you didn't even get to. Uh, yeah, I still uh, got that. I still have the ring. I don't. I just. I need to sell it. I've been wanting to sell it. Also, I say, please don't give it to the next woman that steals your heart. Okay, thank you. I I wouldn't do that. (laughs) Thank you. It's it's too much history attached to that. Yeah. But come to find out, she actually reached out to me uh, last year Mm. uh, and wanted to apologize. She said, you know, you know, God placed it on her heart to to reach out to me and all that stuff, right? And to be honest, I didn't know that I needed that release. Mm-hmm. But when she apologized, it gave me that release. Good. And straight up, yo, did listen? Did you act, did you cheat on me, or, or, or like was I wrong about that? She was like, I could never cheat on you. I, she said, um, uh, she was actually going through a lot. Um, she had, she was she was actually experiencing uh, panic attacks, oh, and. Wow. Um, Back then, had she told me that, I honestly would not have believed her. Mm-hmm. But because I deal with things, I've dealt with this since I was in the third grade, but I didn't know about that until about three years ago, mm-hmm. that it was actually anxiety. Um, I actually, I've gone through uh, panic attacks with my anxiety. Oh. And it's happened three or four times on a plane in the last couple of years, you know, and I understood where she was coming from as to why, because when no one understands what you're going through, it's difficult to explain to them what it is, mm-hmm. 
you just know I need to get through this. Let me just shut down, be quiet, and move forward. And I felt so bad. I felt so bad that I assumed what, that, that, she was, that she was cheating on me based off the opinions of others. That's it, Derek. Bye. We're done with this interview. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. that was based off people who were in bad marriages themselves. See, that's why uh, this this is going to be a whole nother tangent. But um, <laughs> whenever you're in a relationship, although you want to vent and get advice, don't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because yes. people are going to place their issues and their insecurities on you when yes. that's not what you're going through. <laughs> right. Right. It's, and I've learned my lesson with that. Yeah. I've learned my lesson with it. It's, it's, uh, it's sometimes it is uh, difficult to... Um, to not talk about it with people that you're close with, it's more beneficial to just shut the hell up, <laughs> shut and, it down, and just just let it be. Let it let like let it ride out. You know, I've learned my lesson with that. So yeah, I I say all that to say that even um even in that time period, not believing her, and just as as a black woman. She's trying to convey it to me, but I didn't understand it. Mm. It comes full circle, like you said. Mm -hmm. And I also did not have the willingness to try to understand what she was going through. So, you know, for me, I think that's also another reason why I I stress that now of, of listening and trying to understand before I put my own assumptions on that situation that someone's going through and not to speak on just you but i think that it's so mm-hmm. important when when a woman comes to you and she is being vulnerable and art and, and, and honest about mm-hmm. her feelings it's important to really hear her because a lot of times we we suppress a lot of what we're really feeling whether it be yes. we are tired physically mentally emotionally we have that fuck it. I got it. It's cool. Like I will, I will handle it. Yes. So when we do come to you, don't be so quick to think we are nagging or that we're being over emotional because a lot of times by the time we bring it to you, it's because we have boiled the fuck over (laughs) and that we've been dealing with it for so long and we just can't hold it in anymore. Yes. No, I agree with that. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whew. All right. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> speaking of unorthodox relationships, um, I watched a movie on Netflix called 365 Days. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. Well, uh, 365 Days is like 50 Shades of Grey that's on Molly <laughs> and cocaine and other uppers. <laughs> and um, it just made me question my sanity a bit because this is the scene. Scene is there's this Italian mobster gangster head head of the family. Mm-hmm. And of course he has, you know, gotten businesses to where he's like a legit businessman. He has money, he has influence, he has power, etc. So mm-hmm. he then kidnaps a, a woman because he tells her that when he was in difficulties. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) 
But um, okay, so how far did we get before your call dropped? Uh, I know we were discussing the um, the the movie on Netflix. Yes. Okay. So, um, set scene, boom, um, an Italian mob boss guy, basically, he, he kidnaps his girl because he tells her that he has envisioned her and he's been searching for her, her this whole time. And so, while, while she's kidnapped, he's saying that I am going to allow you 365 days to fall in, in love with me before I will let you go home, Right. And so <laughs> in the midst of these, it, it, she definitely didn't take 365. It was a couple months, I would say. It's like all of this built up sexual tension because she's like, ooh, I like him, but I also shouldn't because he kidnapped me. And then <laughs> when it finally goes down, it goes down in a big way. And I'm like, I'm hot and bothered and it bothers me because in real life <laughs> you should not be this attracted to your kidnapper. Yeah. That's sad. That sounds like a white story. It's for sure. Um, he was Italian <laughs> and she was Polish. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure a white story. Yeah, that's, that's that is not happening in our community. <laughs> <laughs> At all. So um it just brought up the 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 thought of like what are other like weird uh, weird attractions or turn-ons that we may have that may not really be smart or or may not really be acceptable do you have anything that you like inside of a female that might be like toxic (laughs) or that's a little weird or no (laughs) i'm I'm gonna tell you why though Okay. Because I, I'm I'm really simplistic. I I I don't like too much that's going on, and that's been since I was younger. So the older I get, the less tolerable I am with the stupidity and fuck shit. Really, you know, like mm-hmm. I I can't really, can't really get with it. <laughs> so. The 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 st- stuff like that to me the extra stuff I nah nah I, for me no <laughs> it's just it doesn't work I don't I can't think <laughs> I can't think of anything that's dish uh, like that because um, Jesus I'm thinking about kidnapping as a black man if I kidnapped anyone Jesus, oh lord I'm, it's a whole nother story <laughs> yeah that's that's a different movie right there. Uh, <laughs> movie would have been done in 10 minutes okay oh or less <laughs> it would have strung my black ass <laughs> uh um yeah I, I don't think i have anything like that um just because i'm just so i'm i'm a quiet guy i like yeah. i like the 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 simplistic stuff um i'm a homebody too so for me it's just like not that i won't go out um, but I, I have a, a, a small window of being out. You sound like my husband. He's like, I don't really yeah. know them like that. Yeah. Being at home. Yeah. Like, and I also don't like we, big crowds, you know. <laughs> I'm neither. Like, no. I'm quiet. I, yeah. I like I like I like relaxing. Uh, that that to me is what, what uh what I enjoy. Um and there's a lot you can do by relaxing, you know? 
There's a lot that can take We can play video games. We can, we can watch a movie. We, we can we can listen to music, smoke, like all of that. I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, just relax. I, I don't think I have anything weird, though. I'm, right. I'm, I'm kind of boring. So then when um, Neo talked about it being sexy, when 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 them girls get mad, you're like, nope, that's not oh, cool to no. me. Could not you settle down, please? Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, that's that, so not attractive. That's not sexy at all to me. <laughs> not, that that in fact, when that happens, I'm just like, oh my god, man, I, like let me go find my own space right I'm now. I'm taking the exit, the quickest exit. <laughs> I'm fine. Sure. I'm finding how how I can diffuse the situation. Or how if we if we have to attack it if it's something serious yeah we'll we'll go ahead and attack it but if it's not and, and, and you're I, just arguing for I, the I sake of arguing I'm not fighting for my position I couldn't care less you, you <laughs> win I? you win I'm good <laughs> like whatever <laughs> that's my attitude I'm, I'm can we just, go eat now all right cool <laughs> if, if you're not gonna eat I'm gonna eat I'm you know hey. No, it's just it's just that that simple for me. I I, I like I like simplicity. I like I like um, I like a lot. I like when 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 we can do things together. Um, mm-hmm. But I like being able to just do those things at home. <laughs> me too. So as much of a social butterfly as I thought I was, or or still am sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cool with being at home too. Like I've never been like I want to go out clubbing and all that stuff. Oh. I can smoke, I can drink, I can listen to music at home. I yep. have the um hue hue lights. We can make it blue, <laughs> we can make it red in here. Like whatever we need to do can be done at home. And yeah. at best me going out is just like going out to eat or exactly. I do like a or I've been doing breweries a lot lately, but that's like oh. not really going out, out, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm about to get ready to go, uh, uh, get little last minute things for father's day tomorrow. Like yeah. I'm doing that today. Um, but trust and believe once, once we get everything we need to get back to the house, Back to the crib. No, I'm <laughs> Back not to the crib. playing with that mess, man. <laughs> plus, plus, I don't trust people. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not a social butterfly. I, 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 I thought I was a social light before. Um, I was doing that to fit in. To be completely honest, um, you know, but what? I don't, I don't like the clubs. I don't like loud noises. No. So by, by the time I get to my 80s and 90s, the loud noises thing, like, I'm, I'm gonna be the old guy. <laughs> Yelling at kids to get off my lawn, like that. That's <laughs> just, <up>. yeah. <laughs> Turn that music down. <laughs> you and can I hear think, it. <laughs> and, and I think that I'm mistaken a social butterfly just for me being able to connect with almost any kind of person. Like I think it's right. different. Right. Right. Like yeah. I am personable, and I, you know, I can get along with almost anybody. But maybe I'm a stick mistook that for being a social butterfly <laughs> yeah because I, I, it's I different I, I think i did the same thing because I, I i i thought i was a real people person and i can be when yes. i when i need to be but i like my privacy i like my quiet i don't like people being all up in my you know that that's why even with with with, with ots you see that it's a small group of people it's not 
it's not like a ton of people trying to, you know, do everything at the same time. It's just, it's organized. It's cool, calm, collected. That's mm-hmm. how I like it. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I like my environment. Controlled environment. Controlled what environment. You're yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also another reason why I stopped, uh, why I don't like being, doing videography because if oh, I'm, if hectic. I'm, oh, if I'm on set, oh my God. Let me tell you, I, I, the last time I was on set was last March. And I don't think I'll ever do it again in my life unless I'm there just to, or, you know, things. I'm not, not to work. I'm not, I'm not working on another set. I'm good. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A hot mess. All right. Yeah. Well, um, that we we got into a lot just then um yeah. our meet of the show uh took a little longer than expected but that's cool <laughs> yeah that's totally <laughs> Sorry about fine that. no no you're good <laughs> this is this is great um we 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 went off on some tangent but it was good it was very necessary yes but um <laughs> um on to introspective moments Introspective moments with Nina. All right. So this week for introspective moments, we are going to be doing the unsung behind the music e Hollywood true story of Derek. <laughs> and so um, the podcast is just really an excuse for me to be nosy and to get people to tell me their whole life story. So, <laughs> so <laughs> let's start from the top. You, you, we, we know that you're Jamaican or half. Yes. Jamaican. Uh, well, okay. On my mom's side, I'm Jamaican, Asian, uh, I think Saudi Arabian. I think that's what it was. Saudi Arabian. Um, and then there was, I think there was something else. Um, but on my dad's side, full black. <laughs> I'm blackity black on my hey, dad's side. Same. From Macon, Georgia. Like, <laughs> blackity black, black, black. <laughs> black and black. Like, sim- similar to me, my mother is Venezuelan and Italian. My father is wow. black. He's from Cleveland, but my great grandmother is from Alabama. So wow. So the South. Yeah, you <laughs> so, got the roots. Very similar. Very yeah. very similar. Yeah, you got the roots. So for your mom's side, was she first generation here, or were you first generation here, or how did that work? I'm first. I think I'm first generation born here. Um, okay. My mom is from Kingston, uh, Jamaica. She came over here when she was seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they moved up to uh, uh, Jersey. Um, my dad's side was, uh, they lived up there. My dad grew up in Jersey, um, but came down to Macon all the time because his dad's side was, was from Macon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, my parents met up there. My mom was interviewing my dad for a job, and that was it. Looky what happened! I guess uh, he got it. Yep. Huh? Hey, he got a job. <laughs> yep. he got, a job. <laughs> got more than out. he expected. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, um, I was born in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, I, I stayed there till I was two. Moved down here. All I pretty much know is Georgia. Yeah. Um, so my body is not acclimated to cold at all, um, at all. I do not do well <laughs> in cold weather. Uh, I don't even do well in the cold weather that we expect. 
like down here. So quote unquote cold weather <laughs> in Georgia. So yeah, talking about the North Pole, I I I um I went up there. My girlfriend lives in Pennsylvania, uh, mm-hmm. York, Pennsylvania. So uh, I went up there for the first time on my birthday last year to you know just go celebrate with her and. I stepped out three times. The first time I stepped out was when I got off the plane. The second time I stepped out was when we went to dinner for my birthday. The third time was when <laughs> I got back onto the plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was not happening. Oh, my no. God. No. S- same. Yeah. That same. cold hit my lungs. I had never felt my-, my parents told me stories about the cold up in Jersey, yep. like when I was a kid. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, whatever. It's basically the same it's thing. It's the same. Nope. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That is something. That's a different beast. In fact, I, I liken it to when uh, I first tried smoking weed. Um, my, my girlfriend, the one I told you about earlier, uh, uh, my ex, she, um, she told me, hey, let's, let, you know, let's, let's, let's try it. I said, yeah. Well, I had never tried it before. She had. So she knows what you're doing. I said, yeah, teach me. Cool. <laughs> teach me i'll uh, yeah. take some weeds yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll try the marijuana I'll partake of the of the of the joint that's let's right. do it of the herbs let's yes do it. i love it so <laughs> yeah i'm a very 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 literal person if you tell me you if you ask my girlfriend before asked me to pass her a tissue i gave her i pulled one tissue from the box and handed it to <laughs> a her. tissue a tissue like that's how literal i am <laughs> so she said, because my uncle smoked cigars, and he taught me that when you, when you, when you, um, when you puffing on, you kind of like hold your tongue in the back of your throat. So right, you don't, you don't inhale, inhale the smoke. You just mm-hmm. pull in and then smoke and then blow it out. So in my mind, that's what I was supposed to do with, with this. So Straight said, hey. wasting the weed, sir. But go ahead. I did. I did. <laughs> but I didn't waste too much of it. I, I, I'll give you that because I, 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 you know, took a took a drag but um it all stayed in my mouth and she looked at me she said you didn't smoke that i said what do you mean i did like i i just did it she said no you're supposed to inhale it so in my mind that means inhale the smoke so i i took i took the, the blunt back and i went when oh, I you inhale, you, inhale, inhale. I got inhaled it. <laughs> it was like your stomach. Tank. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My lungs were on fire. <laughs> My chest cavity was about to cave in. Like, I didn't even get. <laughs> she was panicking. I was coughing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> my, I, my, like, tears are coming down. I'm coughing. I'm drinking two liter bottles of water. <laughs> Nothing is helping. I cussed her out so bad. Don't you ever tell me to oh, inhale like that again. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was like, when she saw it, she said, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, just inhale just a small bit. Oh, my God. So I say all that to say, when I stepped out inside that cold weather and I inhaled for the first time, it was the exact same thing, except it was cold. <laughs> My 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 lungs, the uh, one of those brachial tubes and all that stuff was like everything just was screaming. Mm-mm. I literally felt like ice was just like forming inside my lungs. I said, "You know what? I'm cool Listen, on this. I'm, I am not moving up here. I, I uh, 
That is not happening. I had a similar experience where you're right. You're like, oh, I know code. Winter's down here. Are freezing. <laughs> I went to go visit my best friend in Philly. And when I stepped off the plane, I was like, oh, I like I need a coat for here from here because yes. what I brought is is, is not, <laughs> not helping the cause at all. Like, I have that sweatpants. Went, went straight through my clothes. I have on John shirt, a thermal shirt. I know people don't know what long jobs are, but <laughs> it's a thermal. I, I had it's a thermal. Yeah, so I. <laughs> I had a thermal shirt on with a jacket and some sweatpants. I'm thinking I'm doing it. Got my Tim's on. I always have Tim's. Right. So that yeah, the Tim was question. like, you got to bring the Tim's I, up. Nor if I'm going to be wearing got to bring clothes. the Tim's. Nah. Listen <laughs> here. I don't know if my Tim's are from the South <laughs> or from the North. I don't know where them things were made. But Jesus Christ. That <laughs> thing. I almost I felt like I needed to wear two pairs of socks. With the with the Tims and just I I I was not prepared. I was not at all. Was not prepared. I I had the nerve to show up with a leather jacket and scarf because down here, like a scarf, <laughs> could, like enough. low key save you. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, gonna... yeah, it, it it'll save you down here. It'll kill you up there. <laughs> all right so um you you moved down here at two so mm-hmm. you pretty much grew up here mm-hmm. um you well well okay so side note i watched a stand-up special by um yvonne orgy she plays molly on um insecure yes. so good and Loved she spoke it. about having immigrant parents to where it's almost hard to impress them um mm-hmm. and yeah, like yeah. of not succeeding in the traditional sense that they see but still wanting to follow your dreams mm-hmm. um so your mom pretty much grew up here but did you identify with um any of those fears um not exactly how she described <laughs> it mm-hmm. because my parents didn't yeah my, my, my parents did a good job in um kind of cultivating um my talents um mm-hmm. they didn't force their agenda on me uh in terms of like what what they wanted me to do like so in in, in that sense I did not agree with her on that because I that wasn't my experience right um now in terms of school yes <laughs> yeah yeah um they did uh we were expected to go to college and all that stuff, right? Like I remember, I remember. Excuse me. Um, we this campus when I was like nine or ten. I don't even know why we went. Like they were showing us, showing me and my sister uh, Morehouse and Spelman and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in my mind like, this is where I gotta go. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Because I was homeschooled, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm a very studious person. I'm 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 very detail oriented. Um, love all that, but I'm a hands-on type of guy. Yeah. So sitting in a classroom for me is almost like torture. Like I, it depends on the teacher though. If I have a teacher that that's that's really that 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 that's really engaging, and um, they really make it fun for us to learn all that stuff. Like we can do things to keep us busy. Like that's that's the best way for me to learn. Right, hands on. 
when 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 you're teaching from a, from a textbook and you're so methodical and and um, um, like rudimented and all that stuff, for me that doesn't work for me. I need to be engaged, mm-hmm. and it was like that all through school, all through school. When I was in public school, when I was in private school, and then when I went to homeschool, it was all, like all that. But when I got to homeschool, I, I was wilding out, you know, because we started late, so we were about like. <laughs> eight months behind the regular curriculum, six, eight months late. Um, so, oh, I was wild. I, I, was, I, I, I would sit and watch TV while I'm supposed to be doing my classwork because our, our, our class was, uh, was on VHS and then we, we eventually switched to DVD. And I would have been asleep. Let me tell you something. I'm sitting there playing Game Boy sometimes. I was playing my <laughs> PlayStation, my Xbox. I'm watching movies. I'm doing all that. Still, I got to school, but when I got, but my, my, my senior year of high school was actually from January to March, the entire year, the entire senior year was maybe, maybe two months long for me. You had to cram into two months because you were slacking off. (laughs) Well, it wasn't even me slacking. It was the fact that the, the, the place that we got our stuff from, they didn't, they didn't incorporate our. Um, names into the into the uh, roster because of some some technicality with paperwork. So it was a lot of back and mm. forth between them and my mom, and it it caused us when we, when I first started in sixth grade, I just I started my first day of class like around I would say around February that the following year, and it just it just kept going like it it, it stayed on track with that. Oh, so um, like it was a late start due to the initial. Start. Got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So my so I was doing a full year of class from sixth grade, so that by the time I got to twelfth grade, it was two months long, so I can get to graduation. Graduation is in Pensacola. Um, went I'm down there. Pensacola. Let me tell you something <laughs> right now. I love Florida. Love it. I love going down there for that. But for my graduation, I didn't care to be there. The yeah. School, the school was like like traveling back into the 60s almost. Mm-hmm. Um, the women have to walk on one sidewalk. Guys have to walk on another. Women have to wear skirts all the way down to their ankles. And if you want to go on dates, you need to be supervised. And so this was a college life for them. Not even a high school life. That's the college life. So my and this was me, like a Christian school, correct? A Christian school, Pensacola Christian Academy. Yeah. Yep. My mom asked me, she said, you want to you wanna go to this college? I said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not. emphatic about that. But I also didn't have the opportunity to like really study for SATs and ACT mm-hmm. because I'm so focused on my classwork. So by the time I had to go take them, I took them. I didn't, I don't think I did as well as I should have. Um, so I went to a Christian school here that, that I, I met that criteria called Atlanta Christian College. Um, that's now Point University, um, which I'm pretty sure nobody listening to this actually knows what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, you just educated, so that's but, fine. yeah. So um, <laughs> I went there and then I ended up, I went there for two years, transferred to West Georgia for a semester where I met my ex. Um, then transferred over to Art Institute because I wanted to get into film. And then West Georgia didn't have the, the program that I wanted. Went to Art Institute for about a year and a half. And then I actually transferred to Georgia State because there was rumors that Art Institute 
shutting down and they had no credits left, mm. which that was that was a big rumor at the time. And if I hadn't known that that was not going to be the case, I would have just stayed and graduated. By the time I got through uh, Georgia State, I was already six and a half years into school, coming off the heels of six and a half years of homeschool for three for for all year long for six years. So I was burnt out. Yeah. And because I was burnt out, I I left. I I don't even have a I don't have a college degree today. Um. But I'm so like tired of school. Like it's just I don't know if I'm gonna finish out. Um, which my parents want me to go back and finish out. Yeah. Um, they do. I I understand that. And you know, having all the student loans, you might as well have a degree. I get the argument. <laughs> Excuse me, the argument. If I go back, I'm gonna get more loans though. <laughs> I find that's that is my point. It's exactly. be more in debt if I go back. That's my point exactly. Why would I want to add more to it? I yeah. at that point, but I'm finished with that. I would have. I I should have just been a doctor. <laughs> um, At this rate, well, yeah. So yeah, no, nah, I, 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 um, but yeah, that's that's my story, um, in terms of schooling, and you know, I learned everything that I needed to learn in school, um, but most of the stuff that I, I learned production wise, I learned through experience, a little bit of YouTube mixed in, and a lot of trial and error. Yep, YouTube is definitely out here <laughs> saving out us from imaginary schools. Imaginary degrees. <laughs> yeah, imaginary degrees. Um, so I wanted to really talk about, well, maybe not go too in-depth, but um, I'm glad you brought up the fact that you were um, uh, public schooled, private, and then homeschooled. Because, um, you know, we've been listening to these Dr. Umars, and we've been listening uh-huh. to the <laughs> Tariq Nasheeds and mm-hmm. or we've just been more aware that the traditional educational system is designed to not really benefit all of us the right. same. Right. So right. I was right. interested in knowing like do you think your experience, you know, being in both or all public, private, and homeschool, if that helped cultivate you in a way to where you could start uh, a whole brand a whole company a whole digital media platform uh to be honest i don't think that had anything to do with it well Um, so guys school sucks don't go (laughs) (laughs) well because i went to our institute i a lot of that i i learned um in terms of what i needed to do uh from for my career um but i've I've always, I think since I was young, I always knew I, I was going to own my own business. Um, and I actually, see, I technically have two businesses now. Uh, my production company um, before this was actually called Glitch Media. Mm-hmm. That's, where I, that's where I do my photography and my video, video editing. But I'm actually, um, I'm actually thinking about phasing that one out so that I can just put that under OTS and just have everything under one roof instead of paying two different websites, you know, that whole <laughs> ordeal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that that experience had much to do with that. Um, outside of the fact that I don't want to work for anyone. Yeah. Excuse me. But, um, I would, I would say that I would say that I think, I think my desire to own my own, uh, business, own my work, um, 
and and do media the right way was was my was a reason why I got into this. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> so ultimately what is your vision or what is your goal when it comes to OTS? Where do you want to see this going? Oh, well so it's going to be it will be bigger than ESPN, Fox, Bleacher Report, CBS. It's going to be bigger than all that. Um, I have an overall vision for it mm-hmm. that I will tell you off. Of uh, course. Off air. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's a lot. I want, I, I, I want to be able to bring back the integrity for uh, reporting. I want mm-hmm. to bring that back to facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to be fair to who we report on. Um, and I want to do this media thing the right way. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, I see where there's so much that can be done with it that no one's taking advantage of. And we're going to take advantage of it. Full advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember when I told you beginning this that uh, I have some people I, I want to flip off eventually? Oh, yeah. And that success is going to be yeah. the flip off for sure. Uh, yeah, it might actually be me flipping them off, too. Oh, but, you yeah. want like an actual literal. I, actually oh, I forgot you yeah. are a literal guy. Yeah, I'm, you're literal, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I literally mean flipping them off. Um, both hands. Um, <laughs> Sit on it and spin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that. you know, I, um, I see where it can affect change for people that are coming into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be able to get them off the path that I was on in terms of, of learning how to do this. This has been 10 years in the making. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for 10 years and really to be completely honest the last year and a half has been the most success that I've I've experienced with it um because a lot of people didn't have didn't take the time to actually sit down with me and talk with me and and tell me the different things that I needed to do and you know uh, I, I there are some people for those people to those people I am I am forever grateful uh, cuz they still I still keep in contact with them right. but for the most part the um, other people that had something to say about it um, didn't offer any any type of help whatsoever. Did they even try to show support? So if you don't, if you have an opinion on what I do, you have to be willing to be invested in in helping me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, keep your mouth shut. Shut it. And this just kind of brings the whole J. Cole. Uh, 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 single full circle because yeah. because in one of his lines he basically was saying we need to bring back the whole each one teach one mindset exactly you know exactly. um don't 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 withhold information because um you don't want the competition or don't withhold information because you just don't feel like that person is is like of your time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we should definitely be feeding in to each other versus just being so quick to either hold each other back or to tear some, some someone down who is actually trying. 
I, I completely agree. And, and, and that's why it's important to me uh, to, to establish that type of uh, attitude with this from the beginning because I'm, I'm one of the most competitive guys that I know, <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest. If you think you can outdo me, let's go toe-to-toe. Prove it. <laughs> show, show me. me. Yeah, show me. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. And if you do it, you do it. If you, but I don't think you're going to do it. <laughs> I will give I, you the opportunity to, uh, but that and that's that's how I look at it. You know, that's why yeah. I work so hard too, because I like I don't I don't think that anybody can outwork me. I mm-hmm. know that there are people that that are, but I don't. In my mind, I don't I don't think that anyone else can can outwork me. I, I really I truly don't believe that, and and you know that's what makes me like. Focus on what the task is at hand so that, mm-hmm. you know, I know we can do what, in, what it takes to be better, you know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm in competition with myself. I'm trying to beat myself. I'm not, I'm not looking to compete with other people and, and try to tear other people down. I'm, I'm trying to tear the old me down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to beat the old me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to dismantle that man that that I once was because you know there's a lot that that present has that needs to be done right so yeah that's that's just how I look at it <laughs> yeah and yeah. um you saying that it it um brings me to um I was listening to perfect 10 the other day um with a um, nipsey Yes. And on the track, he basically was saying, you know, the only thing that makes me different from anybody else doing is, 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 is the fact that I did not give up. I kept going, kept going. And that's yeah. where the marathon comes from. And um, like you said, this is 10 years yeah. in the making. And yeah. I'm sure that, and, and, and then said the most growth you had was in the past year. So imagine yeah. if, if you know you stopped at year five, <laughs> like you know, we how many times I wouldn't be stop? here. <laughs> yeah, of course. I wanted to stop. A marathon long, is hard. It's tiring, it, but you got to keep going. Week. It's not for the mm-hmm. week. It, it, it's literally only for those that that really, truly, honestly want it. And mm-hmm. I will not be denied. Period. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's a great way to to end again i really appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation um go ahead and tell the people about your twitters and igs and pages and all that yes so you can find me on my personal uh uh, accounts derek that's spelled the black way (laughs) d-e-r-i-c-k underscore o-t-s um and the brand name is at OTS guys or go to OTSguys.com and you'll find all the shows, um, especially past the aux. Hey. That show I, I listen, you know you already you know I already edited last night's episode, right? I'm just waiting for you that. You work thing. quick, sir. I'm waiting for that thing to <laughs> render out. That's all I'm waiting on. <laughs> hot hot fire. <laughs> I am excited about that show. Um yeah. and, and that's 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 actually like not even the the full way to describe it. it, it but <laughs> that that show we have we have what twelve other shows uh, under the brand: music, movies, um, sneakers, 
uh, and uh, gaming. We, we have content for you. We're working on a, a gaming podcast, trying to get that into development right now. Um, but yeah, this is all within eight months too. So Lit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also find us on sixfamiliesradio.com. Uh, we, we, our, our shows will be uh, broadcast on there throughout the week, Monday through Friday. Um, I think we're going to probably start doing some stuff on the weekends as well, but uh, you can oh, snap. you can find the cup runneth over. Hey, you know we have so many <laughs> shows they can't contain us. You know what I'm saying? So right, yeah, yeah. You got you guys can find us everywhere, everywhere on social media. So just just uh, get at me. Period. All right. Well, thank you again, Derek, and thank you all for tuning in to another episode of What I Think About This Week. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. Hey guys, how you doing? Your boy Dwayne here, and I got a question for you. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of your information having the same old boring opinions mixed with little facts? Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, me too. So let me ask you this. Do you like factual information with a sprinkle of opinions on top? Yeah. Are you into gaming, music, sports, film, TV, fashion, and media? Yeah, I mean, well, come on over and join us on the sidelines. Check us out at OTSGuys.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OTSGuys. Now, put me in, coach. I'm going in. Hey.